Welcome to the Women Who podcast, the podcast for female business owners and leaders looking for inspiration, insights and advice, celebrating the highs and supporting you through the lows of life as an entrepreneur. Hosted by Women Who Worcestershire co-founders, Carrie Pawley and Lisa Lloyd. Women Who Worcestershire, supporting women in business and in life. Hi everybody, I'm Carrie Pawley, one of the co-founders of Women Who Worcestershire, and I am joined by the magic that is Zoom by Emily from Team Design. Emily uh, was the person that designed and built our fabulous new shiny website and the directory that sits on that. Um, So we're going to spend a little bit of time today learning a little bit more about Emily, her business, what got her started. and some fabulous offers for you, our lovely members as well. Hi, Emily. Hi. That made me sound very exciting. <laughs> you are very exciting. I so try. Tell us a little bit about you. Um, introduce yourself. Um, okay, so I'm I'm Emily and I live in Worcester. Always have done, kind of born and bred Worcester. I live with my partner, Dylan, and our cat, Apollo. He's my little rescue cat. And he is gorgeous. He does make an appearance in Zooms quite often. So he, he may appear. Um, I study part time at the Open University, which is taking up a lot of my spare time. So are you studying? I study design and innovation, um, which sounds really, really impressive. But it basically means three years of design and making little stick models of chairs and things like that. And it is fun, but it's not so fun at like half 11 at night when you're like, I just need to make a chair. (laughs) And um, (laughs) the rest is business. So I do find that interesting. But it does mean that there is an accounting module, which I I don't like or do. (laughs) So, yeah. No, apart apart from that, I'm um, pretty much business full time and occasional bit of arts and crafts in between I bake a lot as well because I'm celiac so, so I. <laughs> I keep doing this in Zoom. <laughs> so I had to learn to bake if I wanted to eat cake so that's one of the expensive ones from the supermarket yeah God, yeah so <laughs> it was it was learn to bake or just don't eat cake so yeah <laughs> when you tell us a little bit about your business where what do you do at team design and where did the idea for it come from so it's more come about from me and my business partner tim we've always worked in marketing agencies we've seen all sides of a marketing agency and we really wanted to take away the fun bits so we're a full service marketing agency meaning that we can do websites graphics social media seo from projects small to large and a lot of agencies don't do the smaller projects and I actually really like them. I always feel bad calling them smaller projects because they're not. They're, they're some people's really successful businesses and it's really nice to work with them. But at traditional marketing agencies, you only really get the huge corporations, which they're just not as fun. They're not as, you don't meet as many interesting people. And that, that was the real idea behind the business really to get more more into helping the smaller businesses 
do better and be found more. So what sort of businesses have you worked with since setting up on your own? We, we've had a bit of everything. <laughs> we, we've had the engineering firms um, that's very metal. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is metal and steel. And it is quite fun making that look nice. Um, we've had a lot of well-being and holistic therapy, which is lovely. We've had Very big different to steel. Massive. We we have life coaches to engineers, accountants to um, live events companies. So we really have had a little bit of everything, which has been nice because nothing, no project we've worked on has got boring at all. So that was nice. It's definitely one of the good things about setting up on your own, isn't it? To pick and choose the things, the people that you work with and kind of how you manage that relationship, manage that time. You haven't got mm. a corporate account manager type. Massively. Role, and it takes all that corporacy out of it. I mean, but women who, you know, that's a big part of how we set things up. You know, we didn't want mm. all the corporate side of things. We wanted it to feel exactly. relaxed, whether you're a, a you know, one woman band or you run a huge organization um, yeah. and just making it feel fun um, yeah and- well we find that we get so much more out of people by going down this approach like when you have the kind of the sit down marketing meeting and you fill out a form to make sure that you try and find out all of the right information about somebody but actually doing something more like this things just come out of who you're talking to about about their business and you get a better result I think because it comes across more personal certainly worked for our website the the initial brief that we gave uh, (laughs) gave you was um feminine but not girly yeah basically we didn't want everything to suddenly go pink Um, we wanted to kind of keep that soft and feminine feel but look professional it was quite a broad description really but um... I've had worse (laughs) (laughs) we get all sorts I mean we get phone calls which are just like I need something special and you're like okay let's try and dig a little bit deeper and you do tend to find that something special means something a lot better than what I've had before and this is what I've had before and then you start to be like right I know exactly what you need now but having those conversations you you do dig deeper and get more out of it so it is good fun I like you meet some really interesting people I mean all sorts of walks of life and it's nice tell us a little bit about a little bit about your sort of career up to this point were you in the you were in the corporate world before what what sort of roles did you have what made you take the the big step into running your own business well I started as an apprentice um as my first kind of route into the industry and I I can't sing their praises enough for apprenticeships I don't think they're published that much like certainly when I was at college it was very much you go to college you go to uni and I really I didn't want to go to uni and mainly because I didn't know what I wanted to study and then suddenly this idea that you could go and work and learn came about and I was like 
that that's amazing. I, I need that in my life. So I started there and it's something that you have to have a lot of initiative to do because everything is just right. You work here now, so you do this. And you're like, how do I do that sort of thing? And gallery if you're just terrifying. Yeah. And you you just sit there and you're like, okay, so I can kind of either go in on myself and not do anything or ask the person next to me and then they'll tell you how to do it. Someone else will walk over and they'll be like, oh no, why don't you try this? And you just learn on the job. And then suddenly by the end of when my apprenticeship finished, I, I was just working full time. So I got took on as an employee and my my job role didn't really change because actually I'd worked my way up to just being a full-time employee and then I ended up leaving the corporate world as a manager so I wouldn't have got to that without being an apprentice I don't think oh it would have taken a lot longer yeah quite possibly because you'd have gone in with a degree but uh, still at an entry level probably before you were able to work your way that was the thing I mean we the reason I I became a manager was just because I knew that area of the business inside out so it made sense for me to oversee it instead of bringing somebody new in and training them up and them learning a new thing every day but I I couldn't I couldn't rate being an apprentice enough It's, it's just really worth it to get into that side of the world what was the what was the driver in setting up your own business it was um a couple of reasons one I've always wanted to it I think I've just been brought up that way that you don't have to work for somebody else you can do your own thing and I've been really appreciative of my parents kind of drilling that into me and do your parents have their own business as well they used to and um it used to be in town a clothes shop called Rio and they sold it when I was very young but I was fascinated by the wow this is their shop and it was great so that was always drilled in from a young age you can do whatever you need to and the other reason was more that we did end up having quite a bad experience in the corporate world the employment just became not nice and it wasn't fun and it had a massive effect on my mental health and Tim's mental health so we were just working on nothing when we went to work we were just mentally drained and not getting anywhere so it made a common common story isn't it you know I think a lot of people started their own business have had you know they've done the corporate life they got a certain amount from it but there was either something missing or or an illness or or something happened that that kind of triggered that push yeah I need to change something and and set up on my own I mean in all fairness the pandemic starting kind of was the final straw because we were sat there thinking we could lose our jobs any day now let's just do it let's just do something about it we'll go and start up on our own if it works brilliant if it doesn't well we probably could have lost our jobs anyway so it was that made it a terrifying time to start because it was the prospect that we might not have any work and who knows what's going on but it also made it a really good time to start because it just felt like there was nothing to lose really 
quite new then. We started around about the time of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, 18 months. Yeah. We pretty much married up with the, the starting time of it. I think our official date that we go by is May the 4th, which is easy to remember. And it means Star that Wars we can always, yeah, we can always throw out a good Star Wars video <laughs> every year. So, <laughs> yeah, didn't time wonderfully well with like the way the world was going, but it was a nice time to just sit back and go, let's give this a go. We came along to work with you in the summer. So you, you were really quite new at that point. And then we've been pestering you ever since. <laughs> it's a nice pestering. A, friend, a friendly pester. So what do you think in that time has been your, your biggest success? What's the thing you're most proud of, do you think? Probably still being here. The way that we started <laughs> yeah. was just a roller coaster. So the fact that we've actually been able to make this work, I just think is, is something I'm so proud of. And getting people, I hate using the word to trust us, but getting people to believe that we're as good as what we're saying. Because at the end of the day, we've got, like 25 years combined experience but the business hasn't so translating that into people's minds and it working has been a really good success for us and we've also come out with an award from our first year if you won we were apparently the most successful new creative and innovative business um wow. for the midlands we've been nominated for another award which I actually can't remember the long title of. It's got a really long title. Um, but it's basically new creative business uh, for North Worcestershire. So we find out the results of that next week. Um, and we never, yeah, I know. We never got into awards in our other jobs. And it's really nice to, to go for them, be nominated for them. Because we don't, we don't even know how we won the first one, which I know is really awful. And we were very excited <laughs> when it landed you in our are great. That's why you won. <laughs> well, hopefully. But um, yeah, so that, that was a really nice kind of reward, I think. Just being told that you, you are, you're doing okay. You're here. And yeah, really, really it's nice. Gonna help. It's going to help with building that customer trust, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. You know, people buy from people. So yeah. knowing that, you know you've delivered some amazing stuff you've won awards for what you've delivered that's a really massive selling yeah. point for yeah me. I think that's why we wanted it really to to explain to people that we we really love what we do and we put a lot of effort in so we're not we're not just here to take your money and run away we really enjoy it so I was going to ask you a question about um what's been the biggest challenge but i suspect your answer to that might be starting a new business in a global pandemic pretty much yeah <laughs> challenges is probably the right word um to be honest going forward it's just the fact that we've never had a normal year so we've got no idea what to expect like internal planning and setting targets is just impossible because we've got nothing to go off <laughs> who knows what can what can happen I mean we can set things in place so that we've got a rough idea but 
it's just been so uncertain. Everything is one huge uncertainty. I don't think any of us know what normal is anymore. No, it doesn't seem it's to long exist, gone. which is nice. <laughs> it's nice so, in a way. Do you think that's something that you've learned since setting your business up that you wish you'd known at the start? That you know, the advice you'd give yeah. somebody new looking um, to set up their own business? There is probably two main ones. One is just pay the professionals for certain things. Definitely with that one. Yeah, I think at first, when you first start out, you are trying to save as much money as you can and you don't have all the money to throw at it and you try and do everything yourself. And I think that can only go so far. I find that every business... Our our pre-team designed website for um, evidence of why we needed a professional. (laughs) But I think every business has a thing. And a lot of people tell me that their thing that they have to pay out for is marketing because it's just something that some people just can't, they can't do. And I had a really interesting conversation with somebody the other day that they were saying that they were happy with the amount of social media that they could push out and that it took up a lot of their time, but they felt like they were proud of what they were producing. But then they had this sudden realization that the website that they were directing everybody to was terrible. So it became quite apparent that if they just invested a little bit of money into a website, the social media that they were doing would suddenly become more worthwhile. And there's just stuff like that, that I think every business has one thing that they have to pay for. Ours was accountancy because when we started, it was, oh, we'll make our own invoices. We'll keep on top of it on a spreadsheet. And that just went out the window. And I can't do tax. I don't know why. I could sit and listen (laughs) about how to do it all day long and it just go in one ear and straight out the other. So getting an accountant was possibly the best thing I ever did for our business. Yeah, we, we don't do all of our own just do paying no. accounts, taxes. No, it's an area that I cannot venture into at all. But I think another key thing that we learned was networking and the power of networking. I was really reluctant at first because the networking I know was everybody sits around the table, you stand up one by one, you do your 60 seconds and the same 10, 15 people meet every week. And I'm not just being nice. And you haven't told me to say this, but the Women Who group introduced me back into normal and nice and friendly networking because it wasn't scary. Oh. And I, because I'm quite young. Make you stand up though. We did well, make I you stand cope. up and introduce yourself. I can cope with that because it was to a room of people. There was clapping, there was cheering, there was genuine interested people there wasn't just people staring at you I'm quite young and I find that some people look at me as if to say why is the child in the room (laughs) because I'm also only about five foot tall (laughs) so I do look like I've turned up at the wrong event sometimes but I never had an element of that with the women who group everybody was talking to me to talk to me they weren't nobody looked at me strange or funny and I wish I'd have known that when we first started because it's, it is an asset to us and that, that's why we love being involved. Oh, thank you. I haven't I'm been so told to say that. It feels like that. No, we definitely did not. 
didn't know you were going to say it. Um, but yeah, that's what we set out to to do to make it a friendly place for people to come you know and if they're worried or nervous about yeah. it that you know walk in and Lisa and I will be there and you know come straight to us and say hello if you're nervous about talking yeah. to other people um and we wanted our website to reflect that yeah and that's as well that was part really of that branding and yeah I think it's it's definitely delivered that for us um, I really wanted to put that across because you say the word networking to some people and they're like, oh, no, run away, don't like it. And this this group's not like that at all. Um, random question for you. When you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? So not that bit in college where you had to decide about universities yeah. and make actual life choices. What did you <laughs> want to be when you were like five years old? I think the first one I remember is the whole clothing and fashion design stage. I was absolutely... Your parents' shop? Yeah, well, my parents had the shop, so I just thought it was awesome that you could just go out and pick these clothes and choose what we're selling and all of that. And I've just always been really... like I used to be obsessed with different clothes. Like I was never into dolls when I was younger, but the fact that you could change their outfits, that, that was the bit that got me hooked. <laughs> I've always been a bit like that. I think it's because I'm I'm so small. I've always bought clothes that they just don't fit. So I used to modify them <laughs> slightly so that they'd fit or things like that. I For a long time, I was obsessed with the, the clothes and fashion area. But it didn't go anywhere. I worked in retail for three years and I hated it. What was your career path? No, I'm not made for retail at all. I'm much better suited to what you do now. I hope so, because retail is not my uh, forte. So a couple of final questions then. Who are your women who? The people who inspire you, make you laugh, um, things like that. Who are the people that you'd want to have on that kind of celebrity dinner? <laughs> No, really. I've got the one at the moment for me, and I know this might sound really strange, is Fern Cotton because I'm currently obsessed with her books. I really like her books, and they're just they're books that I read that just shut my mind down a bit. And I need that sometimes because well, the other books I read are textbooks for uni, so <laughs> I need to read things that aren't that sometimes. And she's someone that started out very young like I did and got through it so reading about someone that started young in their industry had the ups and downs and then have come out alive here doing well and happy that's someone that I look up to to kind of remind myself that you you can do this yeah you're going to be okay and you'll make it through (laughs) yeah I think we'd have like a good cast good Two. Her podcasts are good and it's just someone who's a little bit more normal like you you listen to a lot yeah. of people that aren't normal and they've not had the the stages of life that a lot of other people have had and I, I do think that that comes across in her podcast actually so yeah I'd probably say that that's one okay um to close things off then I know you've got an offer for women who members at the moment do you want to tell us a little bit about that 
We do. So with all of the, the sponsorship stuff and blogging, we've got a 10% offer on for anybody who's part of the group. You don't have to be on the directory. Um, just somebody that's part of the Facebook group. And if you let us know when you kind of make that initial inquiry, uh, we'll take 10% off the, the quoted amount or the final amount that you actually go ahead with. When we quote people, we don't tend to just give you a stock package. We'll actually quote you for what you need. And we will put some optional extras in, but it's very clear that they are optional. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, definitely are. They're optional. You don't have to have everything. And we'll take 10% off what you're actually going ahead with. So not just the quote value. So we've had we've had a lot of people talk to us about it, which is really exciting because there are so many people in your group that do so many different things. Oh, yes. We're at 1,400 members and I've no idea how many different business types. Oh, there's just loads. We have a it, account. Great. <laughs> it, it's honestly great because... You can never be bored working in that much variety. So, so how can people how can people get in touch with you? What's the best um, way for them to contact you? Either Facebook, if you're coming straight from the group. Um, if you message us on Facebook, we will have an auto message that's like, thanks for reaching out. But that means that we have got it and it'll be on my phone and I can come back to you. Um, our website address, which I imagine will be linked with this video, somehow um there's a contact form on there our email is on there and my number and um, when my phone starts working again I've had the new phone drama this week so <laughs> I'm contactable whenever so just give me a call and if if I can't get back to you then I'll either call back email you whatever I'm very contactable yeah have a look at Emily's work go and have a look at uh, the women who Worcestershire website um if you've not already so that you can kind of see based on the brief that we gave Emily and Tim what they came up with for us um it's been lovely talking to you today Emily and yeah, thank you. you again amazing offer for our members <clears throat> um so yeah thank you very much for your time thank you for having me thanks for joining us today we hope you've enjoyed the conversation Find us online at womenwhoworcestershire.co.uk. Remember to like and subscribe and don't forget to sign up to our mailing list. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.